This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs, donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Valido. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business, and yes, execute it to perfection, and yes, we do have Mr. Perfect back with us today, by popular demand, the award-winning Rich Jekyll, Score Award winner. How you doing, Rich? Hello, Christopher De La Hart. <laughs> All right. And then we also have the other award winner of SCORE making up a dynamic duo, and that, of course, would be Lucy Polito. How are you doing this week, Lucy? I am doing great, and now the rich is here. I'm even better. <laughs> That's right. All right. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show, but this show, of course, is all about SCORE and this great organization and what it has to offer and everything that they've been doing all throughout these troubling uh, times this year for businesses, or maybe I should say challenging times, because for some businesses it's been a good time. For others it has been very much a challenge, but for everybody, SCORE has been there all along the way. You guys haven't really taken a day off this year, have you? I mean, in, in terms of your regular schedule, Lucy? Speaking for myself, are you kidding? I'm working more this year than I've worked in previous years. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. I even work today. I, you know, I just stopped working now to uh, get on the show, but I have been working all day today. It's been a very busy day. <laughs> All right. It's always a busy day at SCORE because they've always got something going on, and they're always available for you, ladies and gentlemen. If you are in business for yourself or perhaps know someone who is or thinking about it, you can contact SCORE a multitude of ways. You can go to Facebook, for instance, Rich's favorite uh, means of communication, yeah. and like him there. That's SCORE Orlando on Facebook, right, Rich? The people like to like me. Because <laughs> you're such a likable guy. Uh, it, right. uh, Boy, I'd like to meet some of those people. What kind of <laughs> taste do they have? <laughs> you never will. That's right. <laughs> now, if you'd like to talk to somebody directly at SCORE, you can call them on the phone. During normal business hours, you're likely to get somebody actually pick it up and answer it right there. If not, they'll call you right back. Just leave a message. 407-420-4844 is the number for SCORE, 407-420-4844. You can also go online and contact them via that way if you'd like, or certainly sign up for the newsletter, and they'll be contacting you with the newsletters, and that is at orlando.score.org, orlando.score.org. And you guys really have been busy, and it's been a lot of new people starting new businesses, right, Rich? Yeah, it's been a lot of that. Uh, people are feeling like um, they need to stop what they were doing because a lot of it, uh, like the servers particularly and stuff like that, and they're, and they're coming up with new ways of forming these businesses. Uh, a lot of it is service-related in terms of delivery and in terms of uh, – uh, trying to stay away from the food service right now because we heard yesterday that we had a uh, a speaker from the food service industry and they said it is not a good time to be starting a new restaurant right Lucy correct 
it'd be a very rough time. And it sounds like it's going to be even more difficult next year with the increase in uh, the minimum wage. So uh, anybody that comes to us now, I would say, that uh, hasn't done this, been in this type of business, even though it sounds very attractive to a lot of people, it is a very difficult business with very small margins, believe it or not. Yeah. And that's what you're going to get at SCORE, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to get the real deal. They're going to be honest with you. They're going to help you out. But they're not going to, you know, uh, you know, candy coat it for you. So this is all about business and all about being successful in business. And timing is everything in life oftentimes, as they say. And uh, so this is what you'll need when you go to SCORE is great advice from mentors. And there is how much does it cost again, uh, Rich, to get this advice? Oh, man, I'm, I'm not supposed to say it anymore, but I'm going to throw caution to the wind. It's the big F word. No. It's free. That's right. Absolute, free counseling. Absolutely. No charge to you, ladies and gentlemen. And that's just a half of it. As we've talked about before, SCORE also has a great educational program. And right now, there's no charge for that either, right, Lucy? Because of some great sponsors. That's right. We have great sponsors, and we are able to uh, provide that particular service to uh, our community, which I think is wonderful, and people really should take advantage of it at this point. All right. All of this, once again, offered for anyone starting their business, or if you're in business and need help or for just want to make maybe expand or something like that, they've got it there at SCORE. So orlando.score.org is a great way to start by going there, signing up for the newsletter, and then you'll get alerts. As I said, there's always something going on at SCORE because they have classes going on now via Zoom and webinars and by the way, they are also archived along with these radio shows at that website as well, orlando.score.org. So if you can't make the webinar live, you can certainly catch it on the back end. And like, uh, you know, the Coffee with a Leader series, that's gone on without a hitch, hasn't it, Lucy? It has, and it's been very, very successful because, you know, we have outstanding speakers. Uh, they are people from the outside generally. Uh, and they bring up-to-date information, and they talk about the businesses that are really up and coming. So people really should listen to these things. I mean, it really, again, it's uh, free, and it's crazy not to be, if you're thinking about having a business, or if you already have a business and maybe need to know what's going on in the in the market and what are the new things, you want to be involved in this. All right. Okay, so... Once again, Orlando.score.org and 407-420-4844 or Score Orlando on Facebook. So you have all the ways there that you can contact Score and get the situation, get the process started. Score also always uh, works with a lot of great other organizations. Of course, they're still located in the National Entrepreneur Center officially in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall there with a number of other great organizations like the SBA and NABO, the National Association of Women Business Owners. Uh, but they also work with organizations that aren't in the National Entrepreneur Center, which brings us to our guest today. He's been on the show before, and he is with Center State Bank. So I'd like to welcome back to the show Phil Zeman. Phil, how are you doing these days? I'm doing great, Chris. How's everything with you guys in the radio business? Well, we're carrying on, and I guess uh, doing the same as you guys in the banking business. You know, there's no rest for the weary, as they say, right? There isn't, and it has been a a unique time um, in the banking 
business over the last six or eight months. You know, we, you know, fortunately the government came through with the PPP loans and, and that gave a big boost to a lot of our customers and, but they've kind of burned through that right now. And, you know, so we're spending a lot of time with our customers because as you alluded to er earlier, there's a lot of businesses that are doing pretty well, but there's also a lot that are struggling right now. And it's kind of been reinvigorating because it's really got us more in contact with our customers and, you know, really got us in the weeds with them where we're really adding value to help navigate through this whole situation because it is, it's a joint effort. You know, we're, there are customers, but we have a vested interest in their success. So we're doing everything that we can and pooling all our resources to help them through it. So it's yeah. been interesting. Well, if you would, you know, it's been a while since you've been on the show. Uh, tell people a little bit about yourself and about Center State Bank. Sure. Um, as Chris mentioned, I'm Phil Zeman, and actually I took a new role this year in January called Community and Economic Development Relationship Manager. So I'm really focused on being more involved in the community from the standpoint of, uh, you know, helping Center State Bank become a better community partner. I think banks in general do a great job being involved in the community, but we always thought that there's a way we can do more. And with the affordable housing crisis that we're going through, that's been a big emphasis to see how we can help bridge that gap. But Center State Bank is, um, we just merged actually with South State Bank and you'll see the names change early part of 2021. And uh, it's, it's actually, it was a truly a merger of equals where our footprint prior to the merger was Florida, Georgia, and Alabama and South State has the Carolinas and Virginia. And, you know, essentially before the merger, we were, pretty close in size and now we're a 38 billion dollar organization but the good news is that we're still a community bank and and the way we're able to execute on that is we have a decentralized banking model which means each local community like our market in particular central florida we have a community market president we have all of our credit underwriting staff here administration staff and so we're able to still act and feel like a community bank which is so important to our original founders, who, by the way, are still with us. John Corbett is our CEO and Ernie Penner is our chairman. And those are two gentlemen that started Center State Bank. And uh, so, yeah, Center State Bank is uh, here to stay and we're focused on continuing to be a community bank. And, and that's why I really came to Center State Bank because of their commitment to the community. And, and that's kind of why I do things that I do and being part of SCORE. I've been part of SCORE since 2004. And, you know, you've heard this before, Chris, and uh, Rich and Lucy heard it yesterday at our meeting, but one of the most frustrating parts as a, a community or as a commercial banker is, you know, we can't really, we, you know, startup companies or early stage companies really aren't our market. You know, we don't have the risk profile. We're lending our depositors money and some of the government money. So we got to be really uh, a good fiduciary of those funds. So startups and early stage companies aren't really our target market. So it's always a little bit frustrating when we come across a, an entrepreneur that we know is going to be successful, right? But we don't have the access or the capital to help them at that stage. But our, our guest that you're going to introduce in a minute is that solution. And um, it, it's ironic because, you know, we talked about the classes that SCORE provides free of charge. I facilitate the funding your business one, and that is tonight. And so, uh, you know, one of the features or one of the areas that I talk about in the funding options for businesses is crowdfunding. Okay. 
Well, I tell you what. Just recently. Okay. Well, just let's, recently. Uh, um, Phil, let's they, pause it. Let's pause it right there if we could, because we're coming up okay. on a clock. Uh, we have to take a break here in just a few Sorry. seconds, but we'll pick it up at that point when we come back. Once again, we're speaking with Phil Zeman of Center State Bank, and we have another guest that we're going to introduce on the other side. You are listening to What's the Score? We want to thank you so much for doing that, and please stick around because we're going to be right back with more of What's the Score. Okay, just like I promised, we are back, and this is What's the Score? I am Christopher Hart, and along with SCORE volunteers Rich Jekyll and Lucy Polito, uh, we're speaking with our guest Phil Zeman of Center State Bank. And as he uh, referred to in the last segment, we have another guest we're going to introduce. But I had to cut you off as we were going into that break as you were just beginning to talk about uh, micro-lending a little bit there, Phil. So finish your thought, and then I'll introduce our next guest. Sure. So, yeah, that's why I got with organizations like um, SCORE so that I could uh, access all the resources. There's a lot of resources in our community. And so, you know, that's what I've been on this kind of mission over the last six or seven years since I got to Orlando to make sure I knew what other resources were available for these early stage companies. And like I was mentioning, the workshops that we, we facilitate, the funding one, we always talk about crowdfunding. And up until this point, at least from my perspective, the, the primary crowdfunding loan or product out there was those, you know, the, the, um, the reward base or, or the GoFundMe type of accounts, Kickstarter and things like that. But there's a whole nother segment that the SEC is kind of overseeing now that relates to equity and debt. And our next guest, Jason, with uh, my venture, we'll talk a little bit about it, but he has a company that will have capital through a crowdfunding platform that will not only assist small businesses, but it also it will also assist investors that want to invest in these dynamic young companies that didn't have access to capital in the past. So right. I was excited when I met Jason, I thought he would be a great guest for the show. And so that's why he and I are on here today. All right. Well, let's bring him into the conversation. He is speaking about Jason Crystal of My Venture. So, Jason, thanks for being on the show with us today. Thank you very much for having me today. All Thank right. you, Phil, for inviting me. Before we get to My Venture, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, are you from Orlando? Have you been an entrepreneur for all your life? That sort of thing. Yeah, it's a it's a good question. So uh, I'm a, uh, oh. the last five years was living in in Queens uh, until April. Uh, my partner and I both moved down to Orlando together. So we started this business in Queens, New York. Uh, we both have young kids. New York gets a lot less fun once you start having those. And we we made a <laughs> conscious decision to to move uh, uh, here to central Florida. And it's, it's been really wonderful since we've gotten here. And Especially the weather, huh? Yeah. yeah well, right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it can be a, a big bear in the summer, but uh, well, welcome yep. to Orlando. Welcome to Orlando. Okay. So you have a partner and you guys started my venture. Why? What did you do? What did you do before my venture that led you to it? Yeah. yeah. What was your venture? <laughs> so I was working for a company uh, in New York. 
Uh, I started in Israel as a fraud analyst and job opportunity came up in New York for with a technology company. We we're making uh, variable pricing technology uh, for the ticket industry. That's where I really learned a lot about working with uh, software development teams and, and fintech. Uh, and from there, I was doing consulting and started working with a lot of small business owners growing up, you know, uh, was always working in my, in my dad's, uh, small businesses in different departments, uh, and really started to connect with small business owners. So I wanted to use the knowledge that I had learned in tech. I wanted to help small business owners kind of modernize their businesses, have a digital first marketing approach. Um, and working with them, I really came to the realization there's this huge funding gap uh, for many small business owners and uh, started looking into that problem more deeply and uh, the regulations that are changing in crowdfunding that Phil, Phil alluded to before really make it uh, a viable solution to solve this problem. And that, that's really where uh, we started working on this back, back in January. Uh, my partner has a lot of uh, uh, corporate banking compliance uh, experience and uh, we work really well together. If you can explain to folks what crowdfunding is. Sure. So, so crowdfunding is essentially any time that you're uh, raising money from a lot of people on the internet is the very broad definition. Um, but there's a lot of different types of crowdfunding, and that's where sometimes people get hung up. Uh, so there's two main, main types. There's the uh, non-investment types, and those you don't need a, a regulatory license for. Those are your uh, Kickstarters and Indiegogos on the reward side, and then your GoFundMes on the donation side. And what my venture is, it's, it's on the investment crowdfunding side. So investment crowdfunding has two subtypes, either equity or debt. Uh, and my venture is uh, a debt uh, crowdfunding platform. Essentially, the small business is creating their own term loan. They come up with the interest rate and the duration they build a campaign that they list on our platform and anybody can finance that loan by buying fractions of it for as little as a hundred dollars. Um, and if the loan is, uh, reaches its goal that the business owner is trying to achieve, the campaign is successful and they then, um, get money. They, uh, start paying that money back the principal plus interest on a monthly basis. And we help facilitate that back to the, uh, investor community on the platform. Uh, I think most people are familiar with GoFundMe. Now, that would be a non-business-related thing, I guess, type of crowdfunding. Yeah, so GoFundMe is uh, donation-based. So what that means is when you invest in someone's GoFundMe campaign, you're not expecting anything in return. So uh, if Lucy uh, uh, broke, broke her arm, sorry to use you as an example, Lucy, <laughs> Uh, if, if somebody can fund me, I'd take it. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly. So so maybe maybe uh, Lucy needs to raise money for for medical bill insurance lapse. So then friends and family, people in the community can get together. They can uh, fund that campaign to help pay those medical bills, but they're not expecting Lucy to pay to pay them back. Um, for when you're talking about small businesses and you're talking about a for profit business. If, if, um, if Phil wants to raise money to open up a, a bakery, it's kind of, it feels strange to give Phil money uh, and, and for a business venture that's a for-profit business. So investment crowdfunding is really a better fit in that scenario. And as we know with small business owners, 
uh, they, they don't really like selling equity in their business. It's dilutive. And if you have a, a cost that's a one-time cost, you know, you need to remodel your store or buy, buy a new oven. Um, if you're selling equity in the company to pay for that, um, you're going to be paying that for forever, uh, essentially. Um, so that's why we really made a conscious decision to make my venture uh, a lending platform and a debt-based platform, um, which there, there are very few of. And, and that's why we're trying to um, uh, educate small business owners that this option exists for them. So this is, once again, to be clear, you said that there are two types of investing crowdfunding, the debt type and the equity type. In other words, loans as opposed to a piece of the, mis- the, piece of the business. And did you make this decision to go with That's the loan right. model before you moved, when, when you first started the, my, uh, my venture? Yeah, so it's a great question. So, so you hear that, Rich? Any, <laughs> anyone who's... <laughs> Anyone who's, don't uh, tell them that, please. <laughs> anyone who's building, uh, anyone who's building a product, um, you know, they, they should always start with, um, market research and, and the customer journey. So, so we did a lot of, uh, surveys, talked to a lot of small business owners and what we found very quickly is, um, they, they essentially want, they want what Phil has, right. They, they want a bank loan, uh, but they don't qualify. So, um, you know, they, so we decided to uh, build this around debt because that's what that's what small business owners want. Uh, they they want to raise uh, uh, money with debt as opposed to equity. So so it was it was a very conscious decision uh, to to go that route. Okay, based on the needs of small business owners. Okay, and mm-hmm. um, once again, we're speaking with uh, Jason Crystal of My Venture, uh, and you have a website. What's the website, real quick? I'm sorry. Yes, we do. It's www.myventure. Uh, M I venture V E N T U R E dot com. And, uh, we're, uh, we've already onboarded, uh, uh, great small businesses that are, that are, uh, going to be launching very soon, uh, in the month of December. But if you go to our website, you can drop your email there. You'll get a, you'll get an alert when you can, uh, make investments in those businesses, uh, in the next few weeks. So it's a, it's a really exciting time. And, we definitely encourage you to to check out the website and um, uh, drop your email. So, so to be sure, uh, if there's a, a an entrepreneur out there looking for a a loan, he can go to this website. And if there's somebody out there looking to be the lender or you know have a piece of the loan, they go to the website as well. Is that correct, Jason? Yeah, that that is correct. So okay. when you first get to the website, the first page that you'll go to is called the invest page. That's the landing page for investors to sign up. And then if you're a small business owner, there's another tab called the raise page. And the raise page, uh, there's a little button to apply. You can just answer a few very short questions. Um, and then I'll, I'll give you a call and, and we'll have a talk and see if, uh, if this is a good solution for you. I think Lucy had a question as well. Yeah, I, I want to get yeah, that website. My again. question Go was, ahead. what is the min? Go I'm ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Lucy. Yeah. What is the minimum amount that uh, minimum amount that uh, a person can invest? Yeah. So the we're we're trying to keep uh, the minimums uh, quite quite low. Uh, so generally, there's a, a floor of uh, twenty twenty thousand is the minimum, and we can raise up to a million seven with Regulation CF, which is the crowdfunding regulation that makes us uh, legally compliant. We're we're a member of Finra, 
Um, so right now the range is 20,000 up to a million seven. There was just a law passed very recently, uh, just last week, and they're actually raising the cap next year uh, from a million seven to five million. Um, but most small businesses uh, need amounts that are less than a million. I Phil Phil probably knows the number uh, better better than me, but I think it's some something like ninety percent of all loans are uh, are are under a million. Okay, let's uh, hold it right there because we have to take another break. When we come back once again. We'll continue the conversation with. Jason Crystal of My Venture, that's miventure.com, and Phil Zeman, of course, of Center State Bank, centerstatebank.com. You are listening to What's the Score? And the Score website is orlando.score.org, I'm sorry, where we would love to have you sign up for the excellent newsletter. So please stick around because we will be right back with more of What's the Score? Okay, we're back. We are What's the Score, and we want to thank you for listening and telling your friends and family about the show because the audience really has grown, and we really appreciate that. Okay, uh, Rich Jekyll and Lucy Polito, great award-winning score volunteers, along with myself, Christopher Hart. Our guest today, Phil Zeman of Center State Bank. That's centerstatebank.com. And Jason Crystal of My Venture. That's myventure.com. You spell my, M-I, myventure.com. And we were just talking about investing crowdfunding, and my venture offers loans rather than uh, you know sell a piece of the business's uh, act- equity. They offer loans to small businesses. And did, let me ask you again to clarify what you you, were, you when you answered Lucy's question. Sure. Where you said that there is a minimum of twenty thousand. Is that the, the smallest loan you do, or the smallest amount where somebody could yeah, actually? So- Invest. I, 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 so I'm glad. Uh, yeah, just I do want to clarify that. So, so we're so my venture is is not a lender. Uh, so we're not we're not a traditional lender. So we're a platform, and we connect small business owners to a community of of lenders that can be anyone. They can be unaccredited investors, uh, accredited investors. So what we're doing is we're facilitating the loan. So the loan is being actually crafted. We put the business in, in the driver's seat of creating their own loan. So they create the loan, they come up with the terms, and then we, they create a campaign where they explain what their business is, why they're raising the money, um, you know, their, their case for why this is a, a credit-worthy venture. And then anybody can come to the platform. It's a mobile app that you could download on your iPhone or your Android phone. And you could read about that business and decide for yourself if you want to invest uh, anywhere from $100 to, to more if you think it's a great opportunity. Um, but but we're, uh, we're, we're facilitating the connection between the business and the investors. So, so not, not a lender. I just want to clarify that. Okay. All right. Phil, let me ask you, you know, you're, you've been in banking a long time. Uh, you're with a community bank. Uh, how did you find out about these guys and what, how is the industry looking at this business model that they have? I, I met Jason through, again, you know, I'm involved in a lot of different community organizations. In fact, uh, Orlando regional chamber, uh, one of my fellow board members is working with Jason on some other things and wanted to introduce him to some of the folks at the chamber. So I was in a meeting last week, where I met Jason, I'm like, I really, I told him, I told him right there. I mean, within five minutes of understanding what they were doing, I told him this is going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread in the financial 
segment because, like I said, I, I knew that this was coming because of just knowing how the crowdfunding uh, platforms were were evolving. That the SEC was working with other companies to to kind of roll out these type of organizations. And again, from my perspective, this was the first my first introduction to a real life company that is actually starting to execute on that. So it's going to be well received. It's it, it's really going to help the banking industry for, again, from my perspective, because, you know, we'll have an alternative solution for those younger or early stage companies that don't quite fit our profile yet. So we can literally introduce them to Jason's company and then they can obtain the capital through that platform. And then when they get to, you know, two or three years of, of existence or experience, then they'll become, you know, they'll fit our profile and we can, we can continue the relationship. But so it's, it's something, you know, we'll, we'll meet these businesses, whether we meet them through our own efforts or Jason introduced them to us, but you know, when we meet them, we can say, okay, let's work with this company here and then we can handle all their other needs. And then when they become have larger banking needs and fit our profile, we can just transition right back to us. Yeah. Uh, cool. Did you want to did you want to chime in, Rich? I saw you nodding your head there. No, I was agreeing. It's it's a a gap in the financial uh, area for small businesses that this would fill nicely. And so, yeah, go ahead. To yeah, add to that, it's about adding a, a rung to the ladder where where there really really wasn't one, yeah. so that they can they can get to fill and and center stage in in the future. Yep. And, and Lucy, you know, you guys all the time are having to deal with, uh, you know, entrepreneurs with new ideas or maybe even trying to expand coming to you looking for financing, right? I mean, this is now a whole other option that SCORE can refer people to, correct? That is absolutely true. And, you know, there's a lot of people that that have very good ideas and they have a, a good way of starting a business, maybe a brand new business, a new type service. And unfortunately, you know, so they need money and uh, banks normally don't like or don't, you know, they, they're not sure if they want to make a, lo- a loan to a business that's just getting started. And yet it could be something that's, you know, brand new and maybe a, a real hit. So this is a wonderful uh, way for these folks to get started yeah. and, you know, create uh, some <laughs> actually some credit worthiness also, you know, because obviously they pay back the loan, you know, Phil is going to be happy to lend them money down the road. I'm sure. <laughs> and how about that, Phil? Uh, I mean, uh, <clears throat> does anybody do sort of the due diligence of checking the credit worthiness of the people who uh, are setting up these loans or, or you say crafting their own loan? Well, in, in, in the case where I would be introduced to a company, say, initially. Um, and then I could determine that and I would determine that they wouldn't quite fit a profile by going through an exercise of analyzing their financial condition at that point in time. And then, and then I could determine if they would be a perfect fit for my venture and then send them over to, to Jason, but all the time being in contact with them so that once they get, you know, build up some, you know, consistent cash flow and uh, balance sheets, we, we can take them over down the road. And, and and the question to you, Phil, I mean, how do you, uh, if somebody comes to you and, and you say they, they want to craft a loan, does that mean they, they determine not only the amount, but the length of time to pay it back and the interest rate? I mean, give us a little bit more about the nuts and bolts, if you would. 
Well, from our perspective, you know, usually there's... Did I say Phil? I'm sorry. I meant Jason. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, Phil. Sure. <laughs> I meant Jason there. Yeah, go ahead, Jason. So, so yeah. I was looking at you. It's a really great, great yeah, question. A, right. uh, and we... So, so they, do craft the, they do craft the loan, um, but they, they go through a, a process where we interview them. We look at the business plan and, and financials. We're looking through them at a different lens than, than how a bank would look at them. Uh, but we, but we do, um, have a, a responsibility to perform supervisory duties, uh, to, to protect the investor community as well. Um, so they they are going through a process and we're making sure that the loan amounts, uh, makes, makes sense that they're uh, logical for, for the investor community before they appear on the platform. Our, our rates, uh, typically range to give you an idea between seven and 15% annually, um, which, which is, uh, you know, according to the market research that we've done, um, you know, uh, be- better than what they have available uh, to them uh, on other online lending sites. Okay. And once again, they can determine the length of time to pay it off? Yes. And we, we, we also offer uh, prepayment uh, for half the duration of the loan. So let's say that it's a four-year loan. And their business is ahead of schedule. They're beating projections. They want to pay back the the principal and half the interest after year two. Uh, you know, we we allow them uh, to do that. So um, that's another advantage uh, of being on the platform. Uh, Phil, let me go back to you and ask you this question. Uh, you know, Lucy mentioned this would be a great way to build up credit worthiness. Uh, is the industry going to accept these type loans as proof of credit worthiness? In other words, when they want to say they come to you now, they want a bigger loan. Are you going to be able to say, okay, you did this and you paid that off so that you're in good standing? Well, certainly, you know, they, they'll have history, right? They'll have a history of obtaining financing from a third party and that they were able to pay that back. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're still going to underwrite it the same way as before. But, you know, but the point is, is that they've already experienced and shown the ability to pay back a loan for their business. So that's a big plus when and, considering most times we're looking at entities in that situation that do not have that. Wouldn't it also be a, a bit of a plus, too, that they took a hand in crafting the loan, that they knew exactly what they needed, didn't do too much, maybe didn't get, you know, not too little. In other words, it showed a little bit more due diligence on the, the, the business person's part. Yeah, absolutely. When as, as anytime we can get more information about how a business owner managed the process and got creative to find alternative financing, that just tells us that they they got that in, that ability to seek out those type of resources. But you know, again, uh, we we take every situation on a case by case basis and and evaluate it the same way as we do you know A versus B versus C. Okay. Uh- Lucy has a question, then Rich as well. Lucy, you're first. Well, it's kind of more of a comment. I think if, in the case of Phil, I mean, the fact that the person, let's say, as you said, Jason, the person paid the loan in two years, he already has a history, uh, as, as you said. And let's say he borrowed $50,000. Well, you know, that's a lot of money to pay back uh, for a small business, to pay back in two years. So I think that's a very good starting point for Phil. Uh, so if the people want to come along and want to borrow, I don't know, another 50000 or something, it's an, I think it's a lot easier loan uh, at that point than it would be for somebody else coming off you know, the street and trying to get that kind of money. 
uh, which is what today is happening. A lot of businesses need the money and can't go to a bank because they they don't have a history per se in their business or whatever. So if they come in, the business still in existence and they've paid that loan for 50 grand, they already have created some good history. Okay. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, Rich, we'll start off with you. And once again, our guest today, Jason Crystal of My Venture. That's miventure.com, myventure.com, and Phil Zeman of Center State Bank, centerstatebank.com. And, of course, you can email these folks at those websites. All right, so when we come back, we'll continue the conversation, as I said. But we'd also like you to sign up for the Excellent Score newsletter at orlando.score.org. And don't forget to go to the website to sign up for all these great webinars. If you sign up for the newsletter, you'll know what's coming up, and you can see what you'd like to participate in live. And then, of course, everything is now archived at that website as well. And don't forget to like Rich at Score Orlando on Facebook. And we'll be right back with more of What's the Score? Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? Christopher Hart here along with Rich Jekyll and Lucy Polito, great volunteers at SCORE, and Phil Zeman of Center State Bank, and Jason Crystal of My Venture. Before we get back to the conversation, though, I'd like to remind you that one of the reasons why they're here, ladies and gentlemen, is because radio is still a great way to get a message out about a great new idea like My Venture. And the best way to do that is talk to Bill Files. He's the station manager here at Salem Media Group Orlando. He'd be happy to explain to you how to you can use your advertising and marketing dollars most efficiently and effectively via radio. Yeah, good old-fashioned radio. That's right. More people are listening to the radio than ever before. Maybe that's because there are more people than ever before. But anyways, <laughs> it is a great medium. And now, magic. Uh, there you go. Maybe now with Salem Surround, uh, they can also help you out with your social media platforms. Uh, it is a great medium, and it's here to stay. And it's proven, and it works, ladies and gentlemen. Radio. Bill Files, the man to talk to, 407-1760 is his, I'm sorry, 407-618-1760 is his phone number. And please tell him that Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hart sent you. All right. All right. So, Rich, you were going to have a a comment or question before we went to the break. Yeah, I did. And I was going to ask you uh, specifically what's, uh, leading right now, talk radio or country Western, uh, right now it's talk radio. <laughs> it is. It okay. is. In these election <laughs> years, it, we, we oscillated back and forth. What Rich is talking about is which radio format that leads in the rankings and the ratings. And right. it's, and it's, a, it's always neck and neck between country music and news talk radio. But this year it's news talk radio. All right, next okay. year. All right. More people at home. That's right. All right. Okay, okay so I was going to ask Jason, uh, do you require some sort of business plan or anything, projections, uh, as you submit them to be uh, you know, uh, evaluated to put them on the market? And yes. Uh, oh, sorry. I'll, I'll let you finish question. that. I'll let you finish. Go ahead. So, so we do collect uh, information about about the business plan. Um, we're we're a member of uh, of Finra. So, uh, what that means is the business is putting together a campaign and they're offering it to the community. 
So because they're offering a security, in this case, it's a term note, they're offering it to uh, micro lenders who are, can be anybody in the country who's over 18, has as little as $100 to invest in, in, a, in a business. The, the government, right, rightly so, um, has a pretty high bar of uh, disclosures of making sure that people are educated on that business opportunity before they make an investment. Okay. So we do collect information that's uh, very similar uh, to what you would see in, in a business plan and financials. You can actually, on the platform, if you still have a question after reviewing all that information, uh, we have the functionality, you can ask the business owner a question and they'll respond to your question during the campaign and answer uh, investors' individual questions as well. Let me, cool. let me clarify as well that, that my venture if I've got, say, 500 bucks and I want to invest in a business, I go there and basically you have a menu of businesses that I can choose from. It's not like I give you the 500 and you decide which business to put it in, correct? Yeah, that's absolutely correct. So uh, when you get to the platform, uh, think, think of it as kind of uh, the Robin Hood of small business investing meets Netflix, uh, if, I, if I'm going to try and describe it on the, on the, on the radio. Um, and so you'll see, uh, at the top, you'll see owner stories and that's where you can learn more about the owners on the platform, why they decided to start their business, what their business superpower is, uh, you know, what they're best at. And then you, you hit a button called view opportunity, and that'll take you to their campaign. That's where, uh, you'll see the things Rich was talking about, uh, a business plan that has to do with, you know, what's the competitive landscape like? Who's their, who's their target customer? How much are they looking to raise? What are the terms? Uh, and you're able to review all that information and you could download the regulatory form uh, that's filed, um, you know, with, with, with the government uh, that has even more information. You can ask them questions. You could see their blog posts. And uh, you really get a, a good picture of, uh, of that business to make an informed decision. Um, and then you decide for yourself uh, which which businesses you you think are credit worthy and, and which are not. Uh, well, okay. Can you give us an example of a business that you have on on there right now, or that's going to have a campaign coming up? Yeah, uh, one one great example, a campaign that that we're launching here in a few weeks is called Boca Code, and Boca Code is located here in in Boca in, in Florida. And what they're doing is they're a teaching school and they're repurposing They're for people who want to change careers and they want to get into software development. They offer um, really uh, uh, specific courses um, to, to kind of change careers and go down that path. And they have online and physical, they have one physical location that they just opened uh, and they have online programs as well. They're growing in teachers, they're growing in students. Um, and they're, they're, uh, expanding very rapidly and they want to expand nationally. So, uh, that's why they'll be on the platform. Uh, Todd is, uh, the owner, uh, and he's, he's phenomenal. They have a great teaching, teaching team. Um, so we're really excited about that campaign and you'll be able to check that out on the platform in December. All right. And that that platform that, uh, that, uh, Jason Crystal is talking about is myventure.com. And you spell my, M-I, myventure.com. And, of course, Phil Zeman is with Center State Bank, and that is centerstatebank.com. And um, so, uh, Lucy, did I see you with your hand up there a moment ago? Or No? No. Oh, oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, then let me, let me ask uh, uh, Phil this 
this uh, this form of lending uh, is this is this something that uh, the banks may try to do, or is this something they're going to leave up to guys like uh, like uh, Jason? Did that question make any sense? <laughs> See, look, Rich, I would come up with a dud every now and then, right? I didn't, I didn't hear a word by anybody saying good question. Uh, in, in other words, I, I should have bailed you out there. I'm sorry about that. Uh, uh, that's all right. That's all right. But, but in other words, at some point, are these guys going to be competition to you rather than, uh, you, know, uh, you know, helping you out in, in terms of what you're trying to do with the community? You are not – Okay, we can't, can't Phil. You. Phil, we can't hear you. You got you got your audio. Oh, off you're there. muted there, Phil. Just, I'm sorry. Yeah, For you. Uh, you know, based on my 30 years of uh, being in the banking industry, I feel confident that we're going to continue evaluating uh, businesses and loans the same way that we've always had. You know, we underwrite the business and the their ability to repay debt. And I think because just because of our risk profile and the and the funds that we lend out, which are our depositors and the governments, you know, we have a fiduciary responsibility to be, you know, very diligent and, um, you know, worthy of those funds. So we're going to, we're always going to be conservative. So I don't, I don't view them as competition at all. I view them as a, as a resource partner that will help us because like I said earlier, we will, we're always out in the community and we're always coming across dynamic and, dynamic entrepreneurs that are going to, we know they're going to do well, but we, they're just not fitting our profile at that point in time. So well, maybe, folks maybe, like my venture and be our partners. And so Jason, really, you yeah, guys, you, I was going to say, Jason, then I'll go to you, Rich. You guys have found a hole and you have filled it, so to speak, uh, in terms yeah. of yeah. small business financing. Would that be the correct way of saying it? Yeah, and I, I think I think the uh, a gap a gap is a great way to put it. If if somebody has positive cash flows and a really uh, profitable business, then you know one of the first things that we talk about when we speak to them is that they should go to a bank, a community bank like Center Stage Bank. They're going to get a better they're going to get a better rate. Uh, they're going to get the money more quickly. So, so we also don't view institutional lenders as, as competition. The fact is 80% of loans are being denied now in this environment with COVID, um, according to, to Fundera, which just came out with a report. That's high now, but it's always historically been high, uh, kind of in around the 40% range. So there are a lot of people that um, are deserving of capital or deserving of a chance that... Um, that through no fault of the banks, it, you know, because of their covenants, they're, they're unable to, to help those business owners. And the advantage of our platform is the investment community that we're building. They're interested in the social impact of their investment. They're also uh, getting a return. Um, so it's beneficial for them as well. But it gives them more flexibility to have more of a risk appetite um, than, than, say, a bank would. Okay. Rich, yeah. uh, you might make a comment? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, the thing that I see here that has been missing in the small business world is that uh, the larger banks, even the community banks, are very reluctant, very hesitant, as Lucy pointed out earlier, to lend to startup businesses. This fills a gap right there that uh, they can go to 
uh, Jason's company, and they can actually get considered yeah. for a startup loan. And, you know, depending on the risk takers out there that uh, believe in this product, they're going to invest in it. And uh, so, therefore, they're going to get funding. And it's kind of a stepping stone up to Phil's uh, Center State Bank, and, uh, where, you know, they require a little bit more uh, uh, equity and stuff in uh, the uh, in the loan. All right. Well, we're going to have to leave it there. Uh, my venture, the stepping stone, I want to get you started out there, ladies and gentlemen. Craft your own loan at myventure.com. Yeah. That's miventure.com. Jason, thanks for being on the show with us today. You guys have a great business model out there. I'm sure you're going to have a great deal of success. Yeah. Dan, thank fun. you so much for having us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thanks, Chris. Yeah. Phil, always a thanks, pleasure everybody. having you on. Of course, Center State Bank, a great local community bank here, ladies and gentlemen. Check them out. That's centerstatebank.com. Great partner with SCORE. And that's right. Great partnership here. All right. Thank you all. We appreciate it. And thank you folks for tuning in. We appreciate that too. And thanks for telling your friends and family all about SCORE. So please do sign up for the newsletter at orlando.score.org. And like Rich at SCORE Orlando. And that's going to do it for this week of What's the Score?